Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Mary and Brian, and this is episode 38. So today we have three segments to talk to you about. Um, our first segment, we're going to give you a Gonzaga update. We just uh, played BYU, and uh, we may have gotten a future Zag that uh, is supposed to be pretty good. We did get um, it. We did get him. Very so dope. We'll okay. go into it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Don't ruin it yet. Okay. So our second segment is Mary's going to go over some podcasting facts. She found a pretty cool article regarding uh, just podcasting and its growth over the over the years. And that should be interesting as well. And the third segment is a Bachelor update. We haven't really talked about The Bachelor uh, this season. But uh, things have moved along in that show. And uh, I have faithfully kept up to track with all the... Uh, all the uh, movements within that show, and uh, I'll be glad to give you guys a recap as well. Yeah. So, yep. So, Mary, uh, anything new with you this week? Um, so this week I've been working on the Sass Stories and Sarcasm website, which is coming soon, and we'll let you guys know more about that in a week or two. And then the other thing that happened to me this week, uh, I'm moving in about two and a half weeks, and so I bought a couch this weekend, so that's really exciting. You know, couch wow. testing. and cool. Went couch shopping with my mom yesterday, and uh, so how how many couches did you sit on to test? <laughs> um, I mean, about a month ago we went couch shopping at IKEA. Okay. I sat on like a bunch of couches then, and then thought about getting a couch at Costco, but then realized it was going to be too big for the space. So you know, sat on a couch then. But then yesterday we went to like, I don't know, like five or six different furniture stores. Okay. And just like sat on a bunch of couches. I don't know, but I'm really excited about the one that I decided on. And, uh, yeah, they were having a sale, and they paid for the sales tax. The, so that was pretty exciting. That, that marketing nice. definitely drew me in when that was painted on their, yeah. on their windows. <laughs> Nobody wants to pay the expensive sales tax on a multiple hundreds of dollars you're already spending on the couch. Yeah, exactly. Now, what happened with you, Brian? Well, I had something exciting happening to me this week. Oh. Uh, usually Spokane's dull and boring. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Gonzaga basketball is hype oh, right now. Yeah. Besides, so. besides the stuff that happens on campus and then off campus, I decided to go to uh, Northern Quest Casino. Mm-hmm. Now, I know I just spoke about the casino a couple episodes or a couple episodes ago. And uh, do not worry, I do not have a gambling problem. <laughs> this is only the second time I've been to a casino like this year so Brian, uh, <laughs> it's only been two months this year basically uh, oh i bet like this school year so <laughs> so uh yeah so only two times within the year this okay. this year not not the year 2019 you know what i mean mary Thank but anyways uh so long story short i never go in with more than 40 dollars. i know you probably can't win anything big with that but you can't lose that much either so that's my that's my plan and uh after about any money no, I didn't win anybody, Barry. Well, actually, here's the story. So I put in, so I started with two 20s, right? So that's 40. Put in the first 20 and completely lost it all. It was just terrible. I'm like, you know what? This is bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I put in the second 20 and, that, and then, uh, let's see, I made $10 off that one. So okay. that second 20 went into uh, 30. So, so uh, how much time did you spend at the casino doing all this? uh about two hours two okay hours so that mean you only lost ten dollars which is basically like how long a movie is yeah yeah and you spent uh, like less than what a movie ticket would cost exactly i thought it was a pretty good uh amount of time for the the money that i spent yeah and 
yeah, it was it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. You know, maybe one day I'll learn how to play, uh, you know, all the table games. Mm-hmm. But did you only do the slot machines? I can only do the slot machines. What's your favorite one? <laughs> uh, there's this there's this game where uh, it shows uh, let's see numbers falling on the screen, and it's going really fast, and you basically have to hit hit the stop button, right? Mm-hmm. And if it stops and the number's on screen, that's how much money you went straight up. The problem is, like, it's going really fast and the numbers are... And there's a bunch of, like, this white This is space. just the typical slot machine game. This is nothing special, Brian. You know well, I mean? well, I don't like the ones where you have to get, like, ten, like, five bears in a row or five whatevers in a <laughs> row. Or, like, there's so many diagonal lines all over the place. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on. When I play those games, I'm just, like, I'm literally just praying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh this one i feel a little bit more in control even though i'm not really uh but yeah i i had a super fun uh only lost ten dollars so i'll take it that's almost a win <laughs> okay so for our first segment we're gonna do our gonzaga update uh we had senior night uh yesterday which would be saturday and it was a great game. Uh, just for the starters of our of our Zags, Jack Beach, Jeremy Jones, Gino, Gino Crendell, uh, Josh Perkins, and Ruri. All of them are seniors except for Ruri, of course. Although we're probably not going to see Ruri again because he's pretty Don't good. Don't say that. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But, you know, maybe he deserves his time in the pros. Although we will miss him and his poofy hair. We deserve hair. more of his talent <laughs> at Gonzaga. Yes, yes, and uh, we have a story relating to uh, more future Zag ta- talent coming right up. But I did but... think it was cool that um, Mark. Before you start that, Mark Few had Jack Beach start a game because I don't yeah, know if yeah, he never started good. a game before. This happened uh, a few years ago with Rem, Rem Baptist. Yeah. He had never started a game before, but on his senior night, he got to start. I mean, just like Rem, Jack was immediately pulled out of the game. But <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool. He's basically like the new Rem. Like he hasn't played. He has played more than Rem ever played. But you know. He, Poor Rem. he never really started any games. Like yeah. Rem is just going to set the standard for everyone else that comes off the bench and gets like three minutes hey, in the season. Jack Beach took over Rem's job as the handshake person when they're announcing the starting lineup. So um, okay, well that's an important role on the basketball team. Yeah, there was a whole story know, in the spokesman shaking review. everyone's hand. Yeah, there was a yeah. huge okay. story on the spokesman review about that a few weeks ago. But anyways. Okay, so coming into the game, it was, it was actually interesting. Uh, BYU had won three out of the last four home games played in the kennel. So, yeah. uh, and we remember that. <laughs> it's yes, very depressing to of, see because most of us are senior nights. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but nope, not this time. So Gonzaga won the game, 102 to 68. Yeah. Rui got 23 points and 10 rebounds. Josh Perkins got 21 points, and Zach Norvell Jr. got 25 points. So it was pretty well spread around. And uh, those three are just great. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's some stats about the actual um, field goal percentages. So the Zag shot 54.5% from the field, which is making more than half their shots, which is great. That's they went Good nine job, from. <laughs> yeah, 54 is greater than 50. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they went nine from 20 from three point range, which. A little bit less than 50%, 45, but we'll take it. That's still pretty good for three-pointers. Uh-huh. And then we made uh, 21 out of 27 free throws, That's which is really good. pretty good as well. Got to make those free throws. Uh-huh. And, yeah, we just have such a well, well-balanced well team. And 
I love my Zags. But here's two more stats that will just make you so happy about the Zags. Mm -hmm. So the score was 38 to 51 at halftime, right? So we have like, what is that? Like a 13-point lead. Not that great, but we'll take it. And then the second half. I feel like the first half that like we were ranging between like a 7 to 12-point lead for the majority majority. of the half. Yeah, that's true. So it wasn't. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. And then, so 31 to 50, 38 to 51 in the first half. And then in the second half, we scored another 51 points. So we got 51 points in both halves, which is crazy. And then we held BYU to only 30 points. And there was so, like a 30 to like something run over the course of nine minutes. Like we went on like such a long run of points where BYU yeah. didn't score like any. Yeah, it was it was kind of bad. It, it was <laughs> it was so least. bad that their assistant coach got a technical foul, which I was like, I don't really you don't really see an assistant coach getting a technical foul that often. Yeah, I, and then, I mean, closer to the end of the game, their coach Dave Rose also got a technical foul because he was standing on the court. So I kind of yeah, felt bad for them by the end. Another court. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand BYU. It, you know, they're just trying to compete with Gonzaga, but we really pulled away like never before, honestly. Usually the games yeah. are much closer. Yeah, BYU is overall a pretty good team in the WCC. They're always either second or third best in St. Mary's uh, fighting for either second or third usually. But this but, year, uh, though, that's not the case. It's um, BYU and uh, USF are in, like, and then St. Mary's. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of a blowout by the end of it. Once again, the score was 102 to 68, which, yeah, <laughs> yeah is people probably, I don't know if people left early. No, but, no one did because it was senior night. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That other, other, if it wasn't senior night, this would be a game where you know maybe no, maybe you could beat the traffic. But no, it was senior night, Never. so <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe if you're if you're uh, trying to go home early, but For some on senior night nobody leaves early and uh, everyone enjoys the game. Um, so another Gonzaga basketball news uh, story is we have a recruit for next year. Um, his name is, uh, hopefully I don't botch this. I'm going to say Omar Ballo. Is that how you say it, Mary? Yeah, he's from Mali. Yeah, okay. He's from Mali. He's currently 16 and a half. So that's, uh, we, we're going out pretty far into the future for recruiting, except for he wants to play next year as a 16 and a half year old. So he'll probably be, what, 17, maybe 17 and a half. He's going to, he's going to requalify and try to come to Gonzaga for the 2019, 2020, uh, season. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, he's currently planning to enroll in Gonzaga summer classes this summer. Mm-hmm. So really good for him. He's six eleven with a seven uh, foot six inch wingspan. That's crazy. Which is yeah, those are some big arms. Yeah, <laughs> or long arms. And uh, his nickname apparently is Baby Shack. So <laughs> I like uh, that. Yeah, so he'll be a good. If Rui does leave, he, he seems like our Gonzaga recruiting class is doing a great job. Just always having good players and from abroad too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so good job for our recruiting class, really. And before yeah. I watched the video today, but before the game, they always have the seniors come down um, through the kennel or through the right. kennel club. Okay. So Jack Beach, Jeremy Jones, Gino Crandall, and Josh Perkins all came down um, and met their families on the court, took pictures, um, gave their parents a rose and stuff. And then um, at the end of the video that I was watching, like they always do, they you know, after the game, they exit and go to the locker room. And then, you know, there's some sort of chant. Our senior night, it, it was, you know, it's not over. Last night is thank you, seniors. 
And mm-hmm. this whole student section is cheering this, and they come back out, and the um, seniors gave their uh, gave their little speeches, and it was always kind of emotional. And Josh Josh Perkins said, um, "Let's not make this our last time in the kennel. Let's win the national title and have a party in here." Oh, so, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's very touching. Uh, did you cry at that moment, Mary? Yes. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> well, I didn't cry, but it was very touching. I was very touched. Did you watch and, that uh, too? Yeah, yeah. It okay. showed the. It showed it. Uh, I forget. See, they didn't show it on was. ESPN. I thought it was, was going to be on TV last night. But... Well, I saw a highlight of it. I didn't see it live. I saw it later. I, I watched it on Facebook today. But anyways, okay. Yeah. There's one more week of the conference season, um, and we're playing. Uh, I don't remember who we're playing on Thursday, but it doesn't really matter too much. And then on Saturday, we're playing St. Mary's. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, that's true. No, no then, disrespect to whoever that team is, but. Yes. St. Mary's is probably the, the team. Um, but uh, St. Mary's game in Mortega or Moraga, Moraga on a Saturday. And then the following Friday is when the WCC tournament starts. Uh, Gonzaga's first game will be on Saturday, that Saturday. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're definitely, we're approaching March fast. Um, so, Gonzaga uh, will, we're recording this on Sunday, but likely tomorrow, Gonzaga will become the number one team in the nation again. Uh, oh, that's back right. on top, that's right. and rightfully so. We yep. deserve that. And we also have our, as of like last week, we'd already outright won the WCC title um, just because of our record. Yeah. Haven't checked back up on uh, University of Portland, but I'm not sure if they've won any games. Yet. Oh, we still feel bad for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, hopefully, hopefully they win one game this year, and maybe it's on their senior night. That would be good for them. Yeah, but uh, anyways, yeah. go Zags. This is um, next time we podcast. It'll be March, and so it's the best time of the year. March Madness. Yep. Okay, for segment number two, we're going to talk about some podcasting facts. Uh, back in October, we actually did another segment that was um, about podcasting facts, but I found a really interesting article that came out earlier this week on February 19th, and I really wanted to uh, share what I've found because I just find all this um, so interesting. Um, this week, I found a podcast podcast analytics website called Chartable that helps podcasters see more in-depth information about how their podcasts are performing and stuff. Um, and actually this week I learned that in August, 2018, SAS stories and sarcasm was the number two comedy podcast in Honduras. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> I don't know how many podcast <laughs> listeners are out there, but, uh, that's pretty interesting. Currently Hello we're on we're all in, our Honduran fans. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Don't know if we have any, but apparently in August we did, um, maybe one person listened from that location in August. Um, now we're on three charts. We're in the top 200 comedy podcasts in Honduras, Tanzania, and the Bahamas. So let's get us trending in uh, Canada or U- the U.S. That'd be much harder to do. But um, we'll take it. We're trending somewhere. Um, now, yeah. so anyway, so that website um, just helps podcasters see more information about how their podcasts are doing. And they wrote this article that I found. Um so podcasting has been around since at least 2004. Uh, I actually had a podcast in eighth grade in 2008, so that I was pretty advanced, I have to say. Only four years into when podcasting really became a thing, I had one. And it was yeah. on the iTunes store as well, so pretty big deal. Go check it out. 
<laughs> no, do not check it out. I was really bad at audio editing. I'm not going to give you the link to it. Um, okay. Anyways, the next fact is we're basically in the wild, wild west of podcasting. The podcast industry has re- remained largely decentralized. There's not really a Netflix of podcasts yet. Although <clears throat> Spotify recently bought um, our podcast platform Anchor as well as Gimlet Media. So the podcast playing field probably is going to be changing in the next you know, two to five years or probably much sooner. Um, podcasting is clearly growing because Spotify paid $340 million to buy those two companies, Anchor and Gimlet. Hmm. Yeah. And then, wow, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. In 2018, 15% of people in the United States reported listening to podcasts daily or a few times a week. But a January 2019 study reports that this number has increased to 23%. That's that's pretty impressive. I also uh, I was reading through that article as well, and that was the number that uh, stood out. One in four people pretty much listen to a podcast at least once a week, and uh, yeah, it's, week. it's only going to grow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then using the latest U.S. Census data that represents an audience of around sixty million people listening to a few times a week or more, and ninety-one million people listening to at least once a week. So wow. that's just. It's just crazy how fast it's growing. Um, In 2018, an average of 575 podcasts were started every single day. That's about one podcast started every three minutes. Um, Chartable, the website I was looking at, now tracks over 670,000 podcasts in Apple Podcast Directory, and over 210,000 of those were published uh, published their first episode in 2018. Wow. So a good, almost a third of them happened yeah. recently, very recently. And one of those was Sass Stories and Sarcasm. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although 670,000 podcasts seems like a lot, and it seems like every topic has probably been covered, um, it's important to like note that there's over 35 million YouTube channels. So the podcast industry is just getting started, and it's go- clearly growing, and it could potentially even pass YouTube over time. All right. I mean, YouTube's been around for you know, 15 plus years. I agree. Uh, I'm not sure if it will, but the nice thing about podcasting, listening to podcasting, that is, is it doesn't require your visual attention. Mm -hmm. So you can obviously be, you know, working out or uh, listening to a podcast while you're driving somewhere or something like that. That's the thing is there's a big, there's a big push um, with screens and how everyone is staring at screens for too long um, and Mm -hmm. too often. And so, you know, podcasting is one of the few, that, like you just said, you can do it while you're driving. And most other platforms, YouTube, Netflix, like any other, just staring at your phone, everything has a screen otherwise. Right. Um, and then you've probably all heard this with technology that some sources say our average attention span is down to eight seconds, which is crazy. Um, people watch YouTube videos for an average, I think, of 23 seconds. Um, and on average, people only watch around 50% of YouTube videos, the length of the video. But wow. podcasts, yeah, <laughs> podcasts are different. Edison research data shows that 87% of podcast listeners listen to most or all of each podcast they listen to. Um, this is despite the fact that many podcasts can run for hours. I mean, ours is one of the, on the shorter end of podcasts, um, usually 20 to 40 minutes. Um, listeners are binging on podcasts the same way that they binge a new Netflix season. Well, that's good. I think that's a good thing. People should probably 
be looking at screens a little bit less each week. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe our attention span will grow from, uh, what is it, currently eight seconds? Yeah, we are here <laughs> yeah. to help your yeah. attention span grow. So you're welcome, everyone. Um, if you want to read this article, I'll put it in the description box um, of this episode. And it just it's full of even way more information than this. But I just pulled out some of the most interesting podcast facts. Uh, yeah, 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 it was definitely a good read, and I recommend it as well. Yeah, and uh, let's get a sass stories and sarcasm on the charts of other countries because I feel like that's super funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, for our last segment, we're gonna go over this episode of the bachelor the most recent episode of the bachelor um i know we haven't really covered it that much this season it hasn't been honestly that interesting but at the beginning of the most recent episode there were seven girls left and so brian do you want to just go over uh a little bit about each of the seven girls that were left right okay so there's hannah b she was a miss american contestant and i'm not sure if i told you about her the first time around but she's very socially awkward and uh, she'll just, like, start smiling and be silent at random times, <laughs> like, in the middle of a date. And yeah. that, that sometimes just doesn't work. <laughs> uh, there's Kerpa. And we really have no idea who she is or how why she's gotten this far into the series. Uh, she really hasn't had that much scream time. I, I guess Colton's liked her because she's still around. Mm-hmm. Um, the, only, the only notable thing about her is one time she appeared on the show uh, with a bandage on her chin and nobody knew why it was just a very random like oh my god did she get beaten up or something yeah but she no, was like at a rose ceremony and she just had a band-aid on her chin and no one talked about it at all yeah <laughs> apparently she fell uh just just fell on her chin mm-hmm. these things do happen so she had <laughs> a bandage on it <laughs> um okay so our next uh of the seven that are remaining is hannah g there's, there's for some reason there's a lot of hannah's but um she doesn't really do much as well she just pretty much just sits around and looks cute (laughs) and like pretends to be cute at least i don't know but um yeah colton actually i think he likes her um so she gets a rose in the very beginning of the rose uh roses being handed out each time Mm -hmm. so uh good for her and looking cute and all that um so then we have kaylin who's another miss america contestant she seems to be uh pretty serious about uh the whole relationship with colton and kind of. uh kind of kind of yeah M- more so than other girls but um maybe yeah you don't think so i don't know well we'll get into it in a minute in a minute okay okay um so we also have heather she's uh her main uh notable thing about her is she's only been kissed one time well ever. she had never been kissed and then colton kissed her so yeah colton her did, did did her the favor and he was like you know what Taking one for the team. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. He gave her her only kiss, and I'm not really sure if she's ready for marriage, <laughs> having only one kiss. Not that that's experience necessary for marriage, but okay. usually, <laughs> I'll just keep on moving on. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, she's only been kissed once. Um, and then there's Tasha. She also really hasn't done much. Like I said, this is a pretty boring uh, season. Yeah. Um, she she's uh later on in this segment we'll talk about what she did because she she actually has an interesting storyline uh this episode that we'll be later talking on talking about basically she um 
We'll talk about uh, it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Okay. And then we have Cassie. Um, she is a speech pathologist, and pretty much uh, he seems to have a good connection with her. So we'll see how far this this uh, relationship with Cassie goes. So those are the seven girls. And uh, Mary, tell us what happened this episode. Okay, so basically we haven't been covering it that much because, like we said, it hasn't been that interesting and, like, I don't know. It's just not that much fun to talk about for the most part. But this one actually seemed to be – we're getting closer to the end. So um, yeah, this one so is drama. actually a good one. They've been traveling around the world, and their next stop was good old Denver, Colorado. They've actually been, like, traveling, like, to all around. And then they go, like, right. to Singapore, and now they're back to Denver. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where uh, – that's where Colton's from. And the begin the episode begins with – him talking to ben higgins he was the bachelor in 2016 that was the first time that brian ever watched the bachelor um yep. was ben higgins season and anyway so ben um his engagement didn't actually work out so i don't we weren't really sure why he was trying to give colton advice because it didn't really work yeah, out for him he was giving his love advice <laughs> yeah um and so they all all the girls met up with colton at a park and they met his dog and that was they were all really really excited about that you know meeting his dog big deal and yeah. so all of a sudden um colton you know they have a little interview colton's all upset because um all the people who left in the previous episode had told him that there's someone who isn't here for the right reasons but he can't figure out what what which person that is he's like it's not right. so and so and it's not so and so so you know um, so that is when the first right there in the park is when they announced the first one-on-one date with Tasia. Um, and she basically spends the time sharing who she thinks is the person who's not there for the right reasons. And she yeah. said, um, which is not probably the best way to spend your yeah, date. You should probably be pr- pr- promoting yourself when yeah. you have a one-on-one instead of trying to tear someone else down. But, but anyways, you know, um, we'll she, she said that Kaylin, the Miss America girl isn't there for the right reasons um because she another contestant who's already left had told tasia that she overheard kaylin the see it's all very confusing that she overheard kaylin saying to someone else that she isn't ready for marriage and that she wants to be the next bachelorette which those two things don't even go together anyway so that's the dumb thing to say um but in the end uh Tasia actually ends up getting a rose. So I don't somehow all of that gossip actually worked out for her. Um, yeah. <laughs> Colton was like, thank you for being honest with me or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, just handed a rose. Yeah, That's I've his problem. Yeah. Like Brian has told me in the past, like, cause we, like Brian has said, Colton's problem is that he gives too many people roses on the dates. Yeah. Um, so then we go from there and the next one-on-one date is with Kaylin and they go snowboarding, and she'd never been snowboarding before, so he, like, teaches her. And, and she fell on her face once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, after that long day on the bunny hill, um, they go sit at the ski lodge, and, you know, she's smiling and having a great time, and then all of a sudden he confronts her <laughs> about not being there for the right reason, and she's just kind of, like, blindsided. She freaks out. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't really freak out, though. She's extremely calm. And yeah. And she's, like... I she was like, I why would I say that? And like, she was not even like, you know, you'd think that she'd be like, how dare they say that about me and like all that stuff. But she was yeah, super calm. I, I wouldn't hold that against her. Some she people seemed pretty are more guilty to measured. Me. Yeah, yeah. And so she taught. Then you know that didn't go too well after the snowboarding part portion. 
um, of the date. But after that, then um, at dinner, she kind of is able to think through her thoughts and explain herself. Um, and basically he said, um, she said, I see myself marrying you and having kids. And at that instant when she said kids, Colton's face lit up. And that was basically the key to her getting a rose. Um, and he told her that he's falling in love with her. So, I mean, all of that for that's nothing. A, that's a mixed range of emotions right there. I know. Like... That was a roller coaster of a date. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about the next date, Brian? Um, yeah. So, the next date is, uh, is this the Hannah B one, I yeah. believe? Okay. So, he took Hannah B, this is the other Miss America contestant, to go meet his family, mm-hmm. which is pretty uh, meaningful because usually they don't take uh, a girl to meet the family until later on in the show and when yeah. there, there's like only a few contestants left there's not I seven think two people left then they yeah usually meet. yeah so it's a bigger thing mm-hmm. and uh basically she thought everything was going great and they had their dinner and they all talked and she liked the parents and the parents liked her but um at the end colton said he just wasn't at the same level with her and he sent her home <laughs> well basically <laughs> right she was the one who was the first person to tell him that she was falling in love with him a few episodes ago. And, right. like, then she just keep kept reiterating that. And he, you know, he can't really, like, tell her his feelings back because that's the rules of the show. But yeah. basically he was, like, she kept saying, you know, I'm in love with you. I'm falling in love with you. And then at, by the end of the day he's, like, yeah, see, I'm not really on the same page. So, Oh, you know. that, that's, that always hurts. Yeah. So that was <laughs> pretty rough. Um, and then for the last date of this episode – there was a four-on-one with the rest of the people who were left. Um, so it all starts off with them meeting up at like a train station type situation. And right. Heather takes him first. Heather's the one that had never been kissed before she kissed Colton. And she just pulled him aside and said that, you know, she was thinking about the, all of this. And she decided that she's not ready for marriage. And um, usually the contestant just goes into like a limo or, a, you know, a big escalate or something and you know they'd ride they off show crying riding off yeah but since they're at a train station um <laughs> he put her on the train and you know they she stands on the caboose and waves goodbye to him as she goes off into the distance it was very dramatic i oh. thought it was super funny <laughs> um and then he goes back to uh kerpa and cassie getting very mad because i guess not only was Kaylin accused of wanting to be the next Bachelorette, but other people have heard Cassie saying that she also wants to be the next Bachelorette and that uh, Cassie and Kaylin have been talking about how they're not really here for the right reasons to each other, and people have overheard that. So Kerpa decided that it was her time to con- um, confront Colton because, I mean, it worked well for Tasia. She got a rose. Um, right. But it didn't work out for Kerpa. He actually, you know, ended up sending her home. Um later but you know they had to fight it out for a while and cassie was crying and it was kind of a mess yeah it was a mess and meanwhile hannah b's just sitting there not talking and she ends up getting the group date rose (laughs) (laughs) hilarious yeah so this is this is the girl that i said just sits there and just acts cute and it's not partaking the drama (laughs) she means she doesn't really do that much and basically whenever they've gone on dates all they do is um kiss like, yeah. it seems like it's, that's how they edit it, at least. Um, yeah. So that was the end of the episode, and now he's down to four women, so that means that he will be traveling to their hometowns on tomorrow's episode, on February 25th's episode, um, to meet 
their parents, meet their families, and see what life is like wherever they live. And so we're getting down to the wire. I think that um, there's two or three more weeks left in this season. And, uh, again, I don't really – it's not that great of a season. Yeah, but uh, let's hope that um, – so there. there's a possibility that one of the girls – remaining still is not ready for marriage so and i did see a promo with uh colton jumping over a fence angrily <laughs> yeah they've been really so, promoting that all season long and yeah they've been promoting this this shot all season long so that needs to hurry up and happen and it's not Maybe... even gonna happen tomorrow because he's gonna be on hometown dates so there's not gonna be a giant fence at the, like, the that, well, maybe mansion. it's maybe it's one of their one of the the girls uh hometowns I think and it's he the just bachelor jumps over their fence. backyards the fence yeah what'd maybe. you say i think it's the bachelor mansion fence but oh that might be it too or yeah. maybe oh my god i got it mary maybe it's the fantasy suite and he's like you know what because he's the virgin and he's like i just can't do this and he jumps over the fence and runs away <laughs> that'd be great television i'm sure but yeah uh, i hope you know colton finds whatever he's looking for uh kind of ready for this season to be over and you know it's, it's all good though <laughs> yeah we'll be sure to keep you up to date on yeah. uh what the actual outcome is and if there's any good juicy drama in the remaining uh what is it three episodes i think yeah so um we pro- most likely will cover hometowns next week and then maybe we'll cover the finale or something like that um <laughs> yeah So wrapping up, remember to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts so new episodes will be available on your phone as soon as you release new content. You can get a free audiobook from Audible by going to audibletrial.com slash sssspodcast. Um, so. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, and we'll give you a special shout-out on our next podcast. And as I said, mentioned earlier, I'm making the Sass Stories and Sarcasm website and those reviews will also be featured on the website. So, you know, double whammy. You definitely want to write a review. Um, also, be sure to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sassstoriesarcasm and on Instagram at sassstoriesarcasm. Thanks for listening.